0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. And with me is...
1: Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor, Aikido Fresno.
2: And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno.
1: All right. Yeah, we did it. We're here to talk about Aikido. Aikido. Aikido.
0: It's a Japanese martial art. Yeah. The end.
1: So we, uh, this is another listener-inspired episode, and we got this really awesome uh, message. What, uh, what's the name again? Nick Bowman. Yeah. Uh, and Nick is from somewhere.
2: New Zealand. New
1: Zealand. And he wrote somewhere. this. From uh, somewhere. Well, not not the United States. It was what I, it was, yeah. Wow.
2: I'm I don't very... mean that in a bad
1: way. I just did, like, um, and uh, it sent this really awesome Lengthy message, a lot uh, cool stuff in there. Mentions me by name. I was kind of happy about
0: <laughs> that. <laughs> said Josh was cool, and Josh's like, Oh, yeah, this is my man.
1: This guy knows what he's <laughs> talking about. I <laughs> I believe he said, Chill as fuck.
0: Chill as <laughs> <laughs> Just like I wrote it in my diary.
2: The bro is chill as fuck. There you go. It's written on the walls <laughs> of Josh's heart.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Because yep. I
1: feel like, Yeah, man, that's me. I'm chill
0: He's got a big map in his living room And he just writes (laughs) quotes about himself That came from different parts of the world Yeah, So now New Zealand just says bro He's got a little (laughs) pin
1: Yeah That was the last country I had to fill in Um, Anyway So he wrote this big line uh, But there was a question in there That I thought was a really cool question And something that I I feel like A lot of people come up against
2: Yes Um, So he said uh, He's got a couple They're they're kind of uh, in the same vein Uh, The first one is, do you have any tips for remembering the Aikido technique's names and other Japanese words used in a dojo? And secondly, is there any imagery slash visualizations that you guys use to remember slash recall the techniques while you practice Mm. them? Those are both really good.
1: Yeah, the name thing, I mean, I think that's a big one for people, especially at the very beginning. Um, And we do it less uh, than a lot of places probably in terms of making sure that things are called by their Japanese names. A lot of times we have you know, I we, honestly
0: I think we're right in the middle because there are some schools that just they don't use oh, the Japanese yeah. at all. No,
1: that's I mean, true. There's the what is it? The stomach, punch. stomach punch.
0: Yeah stomach punch. <laughs> uh stomach <laughs> punch wrist twist.
1: Wrist twist, right. Do that one. Um so but I, I know that you know we typically ha do it's it's like both, you know, like we'll have the English name or the English whatever but then we also will expect people to know it uh know the Japanese for testing and and whatever purposes. and that can be tough people have a, a hard time I know there's a lot of people even now uh people in, of rank uh in our school who um I know that they know what all of the things are they can do them if we are just like doing them going through them if you call them out by name they're gonna hesitate for a bit right you know, or on the flip side, if you ask them, like, hey, what's this thing called? They would be like, uh, I am not 100% sure.
2: I think up to a certain point, um, the names are the first thing to go when you don't practice or when, you, when mm. you've when you left the dojo huh, for a while. Yeah. Um, like, to me, it's like, because you see a lot of students that come through that have, like, oh, I did IQ for a long time, but I haven't in a while, and I was passing through, and I wanted to come, you know, train, or students from our dojo who, like, um, are, you know, kind of on and off depending on the time they have in their lives and they're you know, they've done so much Aikido, you know, and you ask them to do an ikkyo and they, you know, they're they can do a good ikkyo um or whatever. But, you know, you, you give them a specific name of a thing and they're just like, uh, I don't know, you know. But nice. it's like you start
1: getting into it, yeah.
2: And so I think the names are the first things to kind of drift away
0: accents can also be hard too cuz a lot of times you know my students will say back to me something and i'm like what You're did like, they
2: what say but but
0: it's because like I, I didn't understand the way they said it i'm like oh konrin waza okay yeah, got, right. it.
1: got it got it got it so a lot of that stuff to me too i feel like there's levels to it so there's like uh grab, body grabs uh, wrist grabs so like our grabs our footwork are the the kiwaza waza. Nage waza. Like, all of that stuff is pretty normal. I think everyone probably can can figure that out. Once we start breaking it down a little more and, like, getting into, like, the Renzoku or, you know, the six-count six, uh, six count f- footwork patterns, you know, what they are, what you call them in Japanese, um, you know, all of the various uh, waza, you know. Right. Then it starts getting a little, like... You know, once you start introducing... Uh, more complex ideas in Japanese. That's where it kind of right. gets caught up a lot of times. I feel like.
0: Right. I mean, I really think. I mean, this is my my biggest tip would be um, break the words down um, into their their smaller parts so you understand what the word means. Right. So like yeah. kotegaish. I think a lot of people think kotegaish is just a word. You know, it's that thing. It's kotegaish, and it's like no, it's kotegaishi. Right, which is like kote is like a means little hand if you want to really break it down, but it's your wrist, and then gaishi is to turn it over, and so it means wrist turnover. Um, and I think getting that, then you understand what kote means, and you understand what gaishi means, and then you can apply those later. And when you right. see them later, it starts to sink in more because you'll see both those words a fair amount again, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, like gaishi, and I think that's a good point. Is like whenever there's a word. Um, that repeats over and over, figure out what that is. You know, right. so it's like, katate dori giaku terori. Like, okay, what are each of those pieces? So it's like, katate-dori isn't, like you were saying, it isn't just this specific wrist grab. It is it's it is saying a thing. It is right. this right. wrist, you know. Right, right. Opposite wrist grab, et cetera, so
0: forth. Right. Yeah, when I teach my kids, I always teach them, you know, like if I teach them... Um, Ushiro ryo katarori, um, for example. I I I'll tell them Ushiro Dori, and it's good that they compared it back. But I also want them to understand that it's ushiro behind, Ryo both, kata, shoulder, dori, grab. I want them to understand all those right. words in there. And then I think that as you become more comfortable with that, it, it becomes easier
2: as you go through. Right. Yeah, and I think too that helps with when someone tells you, Hey, do Ushiro Ryo Kata Dori, then you right. can go, um, okay shit wait i can't remember what that is but i remember what ushiro is okay i can get behind him okay and then rio means both okay right. you know so you can kind of reverse engineer it to figure out what it means and then vice versa if they say you know name this grab the least you can do is like even if you get it wrong you can go well i know it's a tay grab so there's going to be a tay in there so that there's you know you I'm, can demonstrate that you right you yeah. can demonstrate your mind's working Right, which right. I think a lot of it is the pressure of speaking the Japanese comes from testing Right. for a lot of people because right. when it comes right down to it, it doesn't matter, of course, in if you're learning about, if you're trying to worry about self-defense skills, whether you know a Japanese name of a thing or not. But for testing and for, you know, moving up the ranks, that is important. And so demonstrating that you at least know parts of it is better than nothing. Right, right.
0: And I think, you know, another thing, this is like, a, I remember years ago, uh, ninjutsu was the first Japanese martial art I, I really studied with any legitimate seriousness. And uh, uh, I remember going to an intensive and then leaving the intensive and just saying words for the next three months, you know, like these words would just pop up and I didn't know what they meant. And I would go look them up. And it's because, you know, you hear the words over and over in class. And so, you know, like, I don't know, someone says, you know, and, you know, you know what that word, you know, you're driving your car and you're all Shomon Uchi And then you're like, what the hell is Shomon Uchi As soon as you can go look it up, right? Right. Like have some glossary or something you can use. You know, there's several online you could find, or maybe your school has one. We used to have a handbook that had all the words in the back. Um, But, you know, then immediately go look it up and see what that word means and figure out what it means. And like that process of like grains in, in, ingrains it in your brain better, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Yeah. And in a different way than. Yeah. Yeah a few tests back, I started keeping a Aikido notebook and I have like a glossary that I made for myself and it doesn't have every everything because I started after a certain point. There's a lot of words I already know, but stuff that I still kind of would stick in my head or not know what the singular part means. Mm -hmm, I would mm -hmm. write it down. And then sometimes even still I'll ask Chris, Hey, what does this part of this word mean? And so then I'll write it down and then I have it later to reference. I
1: think that's a really good, uh, an important piece is like understanding that like, the words, uh, the, that, that the word isn't just for this thing uh, specifically, right? So I remember, and it was very recently, shuriken. Um, I, shuriken. I had, didn't realize that ken was part of that word, uh-huh. that it was talking about this specific type of sword, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, and so to me, shuriken was, I knew exactly what it was, but I had no idea that that, was, that, that connotation was right. part of the word. So if you can get those pieces, I think it's really uh, beneficial to you.
0: I I think it kind of depends on the way the learner is, too, because what I'm going to suggest isn't great for everybody. But it it was great for me. Um, Learning the kanji for the words Mm. is good, too, because, like, um, you know, Japanese is syllabic, right? So, like... Um, you know, once you understand what that word is and the kanji that goes with it, it makes it a lot easier, like for me anyways, to like kind of process like, oh, that's what that word is, you know, and, and kanji are cool too because you can look up the the root of the kanji and a lot of times it goes back to a picture right. or, you know, and so then that makes it easy because you can remember that word through what the picture was, mm-hmm, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so often at least with the a lot of the the Aikido stuff, like it it repeats the stuff all repeats right so yes. you know gaishi you're going to hear gaishi all, all the, the time, time. it constantly um, use an Aikido. te you're going to hear te it's in all of the you know keel you're going to hear that right. you know so there's pieces that you're going to hear so if you can pick up on those patterns pay attention and, and start to pick up on those patterns as soon as possible you're going to understand oh, okay this is this grouping of things, or this right, is that grouping. Right, right. Of
0: things. And and I think this also goes a little beyond just like the learning of the words, because it will definitely help the learning of the words. But like when you hear of a waza, a grouping of techniques, try and figure out what's in that waza, you know? So yeah. like you're like, you know, if someone says Kyo waza, and it's like, oh, what are the Kyo wa? Okay, Ikkyo, nikyo, Sankyo, Yankyo. And then what do each of those pieces mean? And it helps you not only learn what the word is, but like submit in your brain how the system's laid right, out.
2: Right, Yeah. Yeah, Nage waza the same way. Like, it blew my mind. This is so dumb, but it blew my mind when I realized that kaishi and gaishi were That's the same, same word. thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How about harai and budai?
2: That one also.
0: Yeah.
2: It, it, but I mean, I think if, like, if you speak English mostly or any other language other than Japanese, then you differentiate those two words because they sound slightly different. But realizing that you're not speaking English, you're not learning new words in your language, you're learning them in another Right. Which means that and I think that ties all back together what you're saying, which is like understand that the language you're learning is a language unto itself. And it has pieces that mean things, um, not just for your martial arts practice. Right. And I think that that, you know, you can go as deep or as not deep as you want into learning Japanese. But understanding that will allow you to go, oh, there's these, you know, there's. Uh, different syllables in this word and there's different ways you can break it down and, you know, the etymology of stuff will help right. you to understand how you use it in martial arts.
1: Right. Yeah. And that that being said, like, I don't think that you have to, I don't think you need to necessarily study Japanese. No. To, oh, no. To figure any of this oh, out. No. You know, I mean, um I haven't and I feel like I have a good grasp at least of the, the, the words that we use for the things that we need to talk about uh, when we're talking in Japanese, at yeah,
0: least. and I think there's a, a nice advantage to um, learning the Japanese for the different parts of Aikido. Not only because uh, I think it's a it's a wonderful homage to um, the culture that created the martial art, which I think is important, and it's important for us always to remember that. Um, but also, I think it's important because it um, reassesses in your brain what's happening. You know, so for example, if people wouldn't look at the word "ski" as a punch, which it, it's often terribly translated as, ski simply means to thrust. And then when you understand that, like, ski kodage is a kodage that happens after a thrust that really could be anything, you know, it doesn't have to be a punch, it could be a... Uh, Joe coming in or a sword or whatever like that, that action's coming off of that. And so what it does is it gives you an opportunity to learn a new way of looking at something in life Mm -hmm. because you attach a new word to it. Mm -hmm. Like in English, we attach the word punch to something. We've got an idea of what that means, but that might not be what's actually happening in the situation. And so when we, when we allow a new word to come in, it kind of allows us to, to view the thing in a new way.
2: Mm -hmm. I think too, we get demoralized when we think about when we start a new martial art, and we realize how much there is to learn, and how much, especially there is to memorize, because I think a lot of adults don't feel good about memorization because they
1: don't. You don't do it as no. an adult. You don't. Most adults don't learn. <laughs> I mean, but, no, but, yes, you're right. You're but, right. But, I mean, I think at most adults, when you're done with college, that's it. You shut down, and you might learn stuff for work or something like whatever. But it's in not little, in the amounts. It's yeah. in little chunks. So. To, to step outside of that and suddenly have to learn a whole new thing and I'm learning body skills and blah 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 and on top of that now I gotta learn a whole new language uh, that can be daunting Right.
2: and I think too like the, the easiest thing is to go oh I'm just not good at memorization now look whether or not you were good at memorization as a kid or you were never good at it like you're certainly not as good as you were when you were younger because you were doing it all the time it's it, like so look kids brains are sponges but also they go to school, they spend whatever, seven or eight hours a day sitting in front of a teacher telling them that one plus one equals two. They're constantly working on memorizing stuff. And we, on the other hand, expect ourselves somehow There's to know everything, to, know right, everything right. to be told that, you know, uh, you know, Shiko is knee-walking, and we get told that twice, and then we go, oh, stupid, stupid, why can't I remember what Shiko means? Like, that's because you only heard it twice. Yeah. You know, like, we yeah. expect a lot from ourselves. And so it's like, we have to put in the same amount of memorization work that kids do, which is yeah. a lot, by the way. Yeah. So, like, part of that is finding every chance you can to a- associate the, the the word with the thing that you're doing.
0: Maya and I were talking about this this subject uh, a couple of days ago, and and I was saying I was trying to figure out how how to describe this. And I think I've got a better description of this now. I said, you know, when I was learning all the words, I felt like I could just open up my brain and put the word in. And I I was like, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense what I'm saying. But it's like I put some kind of special attention on the word and it it would just go into my brain. And I think it's exactly like when you uh, meet someone new and you say, hi, I'm Chris. And they say, Bill. And okay, And you're not you didn't pay attention when they said Bill. And then you realize two minutes later that like, shit, I don't know this Mm -hmm. guy's name. He just told me his name, but I don't know. I'm
1: with you. I'm there. And so then
0: maybe you ask, you're like, I'm sorry, what What was was your name again? again? And they say, Bill. And you're like, okay, I got it. And then you go on you realize you didn't listen the second time you know? And, and I've done this before because it's like, you're not putting, so like, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, putting down our, our facetious bill, our unknown bill here, but, but, you know, you're not really putting the interest in knowing what that guy's name is. You just have to get something done. And so you're going through the process. And so there's more attention to something else. That's not his name. And so even (laughs) though, you know, you need it and he facilitates it for you because that's not what's really going on. You don't like Open the part of your brain that can put that information in. And I've noticed that when I do this now, I will stop purposefully when I get someone's name and look at them. And when they say their name, I say it back in my head. And it's like I do that that same thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's like I open my brain up somehow so it can go in. But it's like, you know, we see things all the time that we don't remember. I mean, at the end of a day, think about... Um, how many things you remember happening in the yeah. day. And if you really go down, you can't remember one hour to the next very well, you know? Um, and it's because you're doing this thing, which is like, I didn't need to record that. So I didn't record it, right. you know? Um, but when you want these names, if you really want them and you can't remember, you know, like, ikyo, what, ikyo is or what the word is for it, then you need to like stop and put real attention mm-hmm. on it, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: I think on the flip side, what I feel like happens a lot of times, at least for me, is like, uh, it all goes in there. Um. And the more you do it, the more the the more it's in there, and then all you have to do is really just access it, and it's already in there without you really having to do a whole lot of um, memorizing Uh to uh to put it in there. You know, so like um, I'm studying Spanish on Duolingo, and I feel like this is exactly what's happening. Where it's like when I'm doing the individual lessons, there's not a lot of attention beyond the answering the question. You know what I'm Mm -hmm, saying? So mm -hmm. I'm not spending a lot of time on each of the questions, like figuring out why these translate, you know, I'm just doing it mm-hmm. um, And but that by doing, just by the sake of doing it, it's getting implants. so next time when I come back, it's like, I'm already, I already have it, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, You're kind it's of getting it, it by so like osmosis. A, yeah, so there's a little bit of that, of just like, just the, the fact of doing it, being there every day, hearing the teacher go, you kind of get this is like what you were saying where it's like you know these things maybe without even even having to um because they're just so in your face all right, the time
0: right right
2: yeah i think too it really just depends on who you are you know and how you operate because i think for a lot of like especially maybe for josh this is it's easier for you to let this the information in when you're not Really hard focusing on. True. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, could, yeah. I think for some other people, like they try that and it just doesn't work for them, you know, depending on how you learn. And so I think it, like, just figuring out, you know, does sitting back and letting the information come to me work or do I need to really make an Be effort active, to, yeah. you know, take notes, have a notebook, quiz myself after class or, you know, um, repeat after the teacher every time they say something. Like, for me, I've noticed if I'm having any trouble remembering you know like the order of something for example we do the the joseph buddy we've been doing that lately and it's been fun for me to every time you know he says go through the 18 by yourself or with a partner um saying them even though i i I, I trust myself at this point i know them right but i still like to say them um every once in a while when i do them to to continue to solidify that memorization you know what i mean yeah. Um, and I think sometimes we lose out on those chances because we're just not thinking about it or we're thinking about, oh, let me make sure I do my kaishi ski right, you know? Right, right. It's like, well, I should also be saying kaishi ski right. while I do it so I can really attach that.
0: And those those words, you know, like, they're important, especially when they they reference a concept, you know, because it's yeah. so like for triangle, you know, a sankakusabaki, like, understanding that concept is really important. And if you're taking notes on it, it's important to be able to easily note that. Like, you know, like my notes, if you look at my notes, um, they, they're half in English, half in Japanese, because like, it's just easier to explain concepts that I learned from martial arts in those words mm-hmm. that already fit to them. Mm-hmm. So like knowing, knowing the word that fits the concepts really important. You know?
2: Yeah. You're learning Japanese, but you're also learning the language of your martial art. Right. That's and so exactly you have to right. speak the language of your martial arts exactly and then right. your notes will probably read easier in that language.
1: And it's funny because I feel like for and this triangle is a, a good example. Um, a lot of times, at least for the language that we use, um, the name is the thing that's happening, right? You know, so they do play really well together. So it's not like you have to learn this completely oddball word that describes this thing. It's like no, you're the the phrase is going to describe what you're gonna do. Right. So it is kinda easier in that way that it's like, um, well, how do I say this thing? Well, it's a triangle. Well, what is it? Well, it's a triangle. <laughs> you Right. Know? Like, right. It, right. so right. It, it's kinda easy in the in,
2: in that way that
1: it kind of lends itself, you know, gyakute. Right. Opposite hand. Right. Grab. You know. Right.
2: And I think too, just like knowing your own like Style of learning, like what you need to memorize something or work on something, like also know what your teacher's teaching style is because I think some teachers say something once and then they never say it again, yeah, and they just expect you to kind of get it. Um, or others, you know, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. In which case, you should definitely take advantage of them repeating it and repeat after them, you know, right? Or, you know, and so for those that you feel like, oh, I heard them say this thing, but I can't remember what they just said or i'd like to hear it again hear them enunciate it better like i don't think i i hope in no dojo is that offensive i think you should be able to ask them hey can you you know can you repeat that word for me i'd like to hear that again you know can you spell it like whatever whatever you need i think that it's good to remember that you can ask your, your teacher right. or your you know higher and student. most
0: teachers you know like I, I i think i do a decent job of providing plenty of written material for the students to be able to see the words as right. well mm-hmm. you know and i i use i have, we have a chalkboard i use a chalkboard constantly you know i'm constantly because i know some people once they see it it locks in better yeah. you know no. um one of the other questions was like uh uh do we have little mnemonic devices or whatever to remember um techniques um, the names of techniques and uh so I have one student particularly she loves this and she's always got them um I don't really use them very much but man she's got a lot um one of them she has that I really like is um when for the the chest grab which is moonet dory um she says give me your moonet um, to remember <laughs> that while she grabs your chest aggressively Aww. so she can I remember that. that's dory. Um, uh, Edit Dory. Uh, a lot of times we'll say eaty Dory, right? And I used to tell the kids it's spooky, like it's eerie at night, and so yeah, it makes you scared and they're grabbing your collar, you know. Um, so there's lots of those little kind of things that help. Um,
2: yeah, absolutely. You guys
0: have any that you use? Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because you know when you're a beginner, you you, you develop those a lot, um, but then as you get to more into the practice, it seems like you just it, you sink Just, in you just you remember them.
2: There's ones like. Um, in the joe syllabus right now going through all 18 you know so there's four sets you know five five three and uh-huh, five uh-huh. you know and so for me like remembering what order each of those
0: right go in right like ski no boom and uchi no boom right yeah.
2: exactly or yeah within the the you know um let's see within the paso Gaishi series i know it goes um uh uchi, ski ski uchi and that's uh-huh. just a little thing that's in my head. Like, I know that it, it like, mirrors itself. So we do a, a, an ooch and then a ski to the front, and then we do a ski and then an ooch to the back, and right. then a ride to the back. So, right, like, right. there's little things like that that I've, like, kind of picked up for myself. Um, we do, let's see, this is my thing. I think I've repeated it on here before. But um, we do a, a six-count reversing Rinse practice opium, uh-huh. uh, for the joe. So it's a partner where it just keeps going. So a partner practice that you can just, you know. Do forever. S- forever, basically. So it'll be, you know, I'll do the six count and Josh is doing the complimentary part. And then it turns over and then Josh is doing the six count. And so you can just go until someone f- screws up. Um, and so for me, an easiest way to remember that if I'm not counting that six count is to just go attack, defend, attack, defend for myself. Mm-hmm. And that that's a nice way to be, for me to remember because it always goes, I'm attacking, then I'm defending. And then I I'm attacking, think, then uh, I'm defending.
1: When you're talking about techniques, for me, I, thought, I think it was always good to like break down the, the thing. you know. Um, so if you can understand what the grab is, and you can understand what the technique is, uh, and, and you know what the, the principles of the technique is, let's say if we're talking about uh, kiyawasa, then you have the thing. right? You know what I'm saying? So if you know what a gyaku tedori is, and you know what an ikkyo is, you should be able to get to the the technique, right? You know? Right, right, right. So that's how I would always do it. Is like, okay, well, what's the grab? Then once the grab's there, then I picture, okay, what's the technique? All right. So from this grab, how do I have to set myself to get to the position where the technique becomes available? Okay, and then I would do it, and that's usually the way right. that it comes out. So if you can do that, if you can take each of the techniques, the you know either with the nagewaza or the um waza, there's an easy way to do it it's like okay how's it start katatodori okay so you have this katatodori what's the technique okay how, how's the how does this uh, principle set up okay am i to the inside or outside um, if i'm to the outside how do i get there from this grab right
2: right or or vice versa it's so just
0: real systematic real systematic kind of, kind of yeah. the way mayo's talking about like it's you've got a, a pattern that you remember uh
2: uh-huh. yeah yeah that's and so a, it's
1: just, it's just picturing, you know, it's, it, but it takes like you have to, A, you have to know all the grabs, obviously. Um, and then you have to know what, what the, te- where the techniques set up from. Um, and then it's just a, a question of getting your body into that, into that space. And usually there's only one way right. to
2: do that. It's so funny because what test was it? Was that my fifth Q test? Um, where you asked, uh, oh, yeah, it, was it was a Kaitanage. Oh, that was your third yeah, Q test. It was my third Q test? Was it
1: Ushiro Uh It was Yoko uh, no.
0: kaiten Kaitanage. Yeah.
2: And uh, he was Ooh, just like, y- okay, go for it. And me huh. and the other person testing there were like just kind of stuck trying to figure out. If you
0: don't know, this is like, this is an oddball technique. It's not a, the, the way you get into it, it, it can be very normal, but you have to take a couple steps that are abnormal. And it's, it's like, of, it's not a form we go through regularly.
2: Right. It, it takes some like got to go here, then go there, about, and then the takes about worked. ten
1: minutes. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was ten minutes. <laughs> it, it was, was about yeah, it
2: was. It was great, but it seemed like a lot. It, you know, in the middle of a test that that felt like a year to me, like yeah. trying to figure that out. But it's so funny because at that at that time that was really quite a challenge to me, and I think now. It would still be challenging if it was something i hadn't thought about before but it would i have more of a system to kind of go through like josh was saying how i would get to that kaitanage you know so right. i would go okay well i need to get to their outside but y- yoko Minucci forces me into the inside so right. i'm gonna have to find a way to pass their arm either right. low or high to right. get to the outside of right. them and to get into a proper position to kind of start that kaitanage process and so and
0: that's exactly the kind of thinking i wanted you to have to have was like how do i go from inside to outside what's the transition and the transition has to come from another thing that you're not used to it coming from so
2: yeah yeah and that's i think thinking in that way is helpful to understanding the larger picture and i appreciate at least in our system having those smaller units to, to break stuff up into. Because like I was talking about in my little notebook, when I was studying for a different test, I would um, I was curious. So I would write at the top of the page, um, let's say, kokyunage. And each page had a technique name at the top. And then I wrote every single uh, of the 11 grabs plus the you know shomen, yokomen, and ski on there. And so I had whatever, 14 different grabs and attacks. And then I would go through on each one and think about how I would do the technique from that and some of them were really easy. Some of them were repetitive, and some of them were really hard. Um, but that was a nice exercise for me to go, "Oh, this is the kind of way that I'm generally going to get into that position, and how might I need to get there, and that right. kind of thing." Right. You know. And so that's really helpful. And this is maybe a little bit too high level for some people, especially when you're starting out. But like when you're starting to work in a that that way, that kind of puts it all together.
0: Yeah, it does. I
1: think. Uh, the, kind of how he phrased the, the, the question about this is like, do you have things that to, can that can help you visualize the techniques? And I think that's the thing is like visualizing the techniques is the thing. Like um, right, right, that, right. That's what will allow you to be able to do the technique is, is if you can um, you know, because it's one thing to be able to do it when someone's grabbing you and like whatever yes. But especially when I was getting to the to the point in my testing where I really needed to step it up, I would sit down and, and, you know, can I, uh, without doing it, anyone else even being around, can I visualize my role from start to finish on on both sides? Right, that's important. As the nage, as the uke. Um, And if you can do that, I think you're well ahead of, you know, where you you need to be and it's going to be really helpful to do.
2: It's surprisingly hard.
1: Um, And a lot of times... That that will also bring you back to what the thing is called, and vice versa. You know, right, again, right. like if you understand, in order for you to visualize, you have to understand what the technique is and where the starting point is. You know, right. and for Aikido, that's how it's going to start. It's going to start with a grab or an attack of some sort, and it's going to end with a technique. So if you understand, here's how these technique, like what you were saying about um, Yokoman, perfectly uh, awesome. Yokomen leads you to the inside right now if you don't if you haven't thought about that that's a big thing to understand yes showman keeps you to the outside yes and if you and if you can't understand those that that difference it's going to be difficult for you to do things you're not going to be able to do all of the techniques because you're going to find yourself in the inside going well how do i transition to the outside
0: right and i mean
1: that that's all stuff that you kind of have to, to keep to keep in mind as you're
0: that that going step through. you're talking about is learning the system. It's learning how any part of the system connects to the other parts of the system. You know, so so when you learn it, you know, you learn like oh, there's these attacks, but you probably don't initially realize. Well, those attacks always lead you to these positions, right. yeah. and so if you get like you know using a showman and yokoman for example, if you're thinking that you can do a uh, outside technique from a Yokoman that's going to be a challenge right. because yokumans lead you inside. So then you have to realize I need a transitioning set, a set of techniques that enable me to go from inside to outside or vice right. versa. And so those might be found in another form. And like that's how you actually put the system together and, for and, yourself.
1: You know, and understanding that uh, shomen is gyakute and that right. yes. is katate right. you know, right. that, or, and kata, that, that like they, those things correlate. Yes. Um, as you do that, then you're really putting yourself in a really nice position because then you understand, look, these techniques are going to set up better yes. on the outside and these techniques are going to set up better on the inside. So if, if you're trying to do, like you were saying, trying to do an outside technique uh, from the inside position, you're going to get caught up. So right. don't, don't even, that shouldn't be your initial go. Right. And you may be called upon that in a test, like, uh, Chris was saying, and kind of how Maya, um, what you did with Maya, you may be called
2: upon that to do, but that's a different animal that you're.
0: Right. If you do not on. have to do that, then there's a simpler way to get to it.
2: I think too, like thinking about it. So another thing that I would do is start. So, so starting from the Kokunage, for example, and then thinking of how you would do Kokunage from all these different grabs. Um, that's one way to think about it. Another way is to start from the the grab or the attack yeah. And, yeah. Saying and then what's go, available here. what's, yeah. exactly. And thinking about like the branching trees of options. So the the, the one that was really enlightening to me, surprisingly, was Katamanuchi because there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super fun for me to realize, like starting from the top down, like, so the first thing that, that you don't think about with Kata Minucci is you're hitting them in the face. Right. That's one way to interpret right. it. So, <laughs> um, and,
1: and again, <laughs> if you understand what you're, the, the word, the, the thing, it's Kata, grab, menuchi head strike.
0: Right. Yes. So it's
1: right there. I mean, it's telling right. you yes. what it is.
2: And it's great because, you know, you could, that can be interpreted in two ways, either that they're hitting you and you're blocking or you're hitting them and they're blocking. Um, but that, or you're hitting them. Or, right, exactly. Um, and that's the thing is like, that kata minuchi is a failed them hitting you or you hitting them. So, like, you could have hit them and then that would have, you know, it could be a hidoki for their their grab on you. So that kind of starts that tree of options. Right. And then the second thing is you're hitting them and they got knocked off balance. And there's, there's options from them getting knocked off balance. There's options from you hit them and they're solid. Or you're hitting them and they're leaning in toward you. Right. Or you're hitting them or they've got a knife in their hand and they're trying to hit your belly low and then you know you get all these different techniques branching off of those different responses that they're going to have to this grab and hit situation um and it was just really fun for me to like try and figure out like okay well what would happen if they're really leaning in as i hit right, them you right, know oh, right. okay maybe i'd get a koshinage, you know, koshinage. Right. Um, or, you know, what if they're trying to swipe low, well, maybe I'll get a, you know, Kota Geish if I turn outside Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, Shionage or something. Mm -hmm. And so like thinking about it that way is really, um, takes a lot of work, but it, it's really pays off to have thought about it that way.
0: And thinking about that way, trust me, when you're a teacher, will pay dividends because you can much more quickly correct problems your students are having because you can put yourself in their position. So as I watch students, I'm going through the position with them, and that's how I know what's going wrong. You know, and so a lot of times people be like, "How'd you see that?" It's like, "Well, I didn't see it. I watched what you were doing. I could see the problem, and I know how that feels, and so I know this is happening."
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, guys, I think that's. Uh Anything else to add? No, to that? I
2: mean I think
1: that's good. I, hopefully, that was. Is there any other, you know, just like straight out? Any other like voc like word vocabulary like language like how? I mean, like tips for people who really well, want to like.
2: A lot of them are just little specific, like, things I can think of or like, specific n- little devices to remember stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know, of the seven um, Nage Waza that we use, four of them are Ks. And so it's like, uh-huh. I just go for the four Ks first, and then it's like, okay, and then what are the other three? No, you know I think I mean? that's it. I mean, that is, like, like, a good one. The four
1: Ks. What is it? Four Ks. Uh, four Ks. Kaitanagi. One J, one I, one S. There you go. There you go. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> and it's funny oh. because – so. In some ways, that's good. In some ways, that uh, it's harder. In some ways, to go like. But if you have that little if saying, you, can you know. Get the four Ks, but then you're like, is it a always? Kaitenage,
2: Koshinage, Kokunage, Kodage, irimi Iriminage, uh, Jujinage, Shionage. That's right. And so yeah, it just it just, just mostly stuff There's like that. There's your orthodox seven you aikido moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so I mean, and but it it really depends on what the version of aikido you're doing yeah. is right, so and right, so your right, system right, right. may be totally different you might use different language so and that's
0: another thing you know as you start to delve into this it, you, at first if you look at another system of aikido it might look totally foreign but once you start to really digest your version of aikido you will quickly be able to learn other right. systems you'll be of like aikido. oh
1: i see what you're doing then. right
0: right it's the same concept right. right
2: the words might be different or you might use a Half of it's different, but it's it's the same right, stuff. Right, right, And I think that the other thing is like, and this is, I guess, kind of what I was trying to get at with the Katamanuchi thing is like, there's only so many responses that somebody is going to have to something you do. So like, if you can sit down and parse out all the responses and then your responses to those responses, then like, you're basically understanding the whole world of it, you know, right, right, and you right. can see the game. The, the, the game. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. What my saying is, you know, like, if someone's going to hit you, someone's going to hit you, you catch it early before they start to hit you. You catch it on time when they're in the middle of hitting you. You catch it late after you've blocked. After you've blocked, are they going to pull their hand away? Are they going to push their hand through? Are they going to grab you? You know, and so understanding that everything that happens will have a tree of options from it, and the quicker you can start to digest those those trees, the easier it is to learn the system.
2: For example, when uh, Chris asks, uh, "Show us, you know, four hidoki from uh, uh, Dori. It's like, okay, I know two of them, three of them right off the bat because there's pretty much three ways to turn on, like two ways really to turn your wrist over. You know, you've got Kodagaish or Nikyo, And so those are two escapes right there. Instant, right? And then I have a third one, which is I can kind of lever out, which is like the the, um, Kokunage entry. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can do an inside turn and go to Sankyo, And Mm -hmm. so it's like thinking about those are just all the things that that would happen then it it allows me to remember because i didn't really have those memorized in a sense i just have an intuitive understanding of how that works and then i can call upon that information when i need to remember that
1: and see and i think that's a good thing that's a good thing uh to to recognize is that like you know the memory it should it has to be more about more than just the memorization of it right um and and in fact, doing the memorization part is is kind of the hardest. I mean, uh, hardest and and not really the best way to do it. So we have people at, at our school who can do almost, if not all of the techniques, guaranteed. Do they know what they're all called? Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't be a hundred percent on that one. I would rather have it that way because I can I can put that information in better later. Right. Right. right because right. I feel like. Knowing the words, it's good because it gives you a language that you can talk about things, Um, and so you're on the same page, and it definitely makes it easier to to kind of get into stuff if you immediately know. If I could say, all right, katate doi, kodagash, go, and you know what we're doing. But truthfully, I would much rather you understand… What, the essence the of, essence right, of right. that thing and be able to do it and be able to understand that like you know if we're at a katate dori that means i'm going to be doing some some inside thing or or turning to the outside et cetera, so forth so
2: yeah that's a good thing to remember
1: all right let's go ahead and thank our patrons um and and thanks again for that question i think that was a really good one
0: yeah thanks for the email too it was uh, nice because to, i feel like nice um,
1: i do feel like that's something you hear a lot from people like, well, I, well, I don't speak. I, I, uh, I have a hard time with the language or whatever. Um, and people kind of have this weirdness about, um, you know, about the you about the language about
2: yeah you totally. know having
1: to 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 say the words and um, and you shouldn't be expected to write off uh, you know as soon as the moment that you come in you know be able to speak complete.
2: No, no, yeah. You know.
1: Um and there's also I guess we should talk about like the Onageshimaos and Domo go and Us. Right. Us. <laughs> what about that? I don't know. I had never we had never did it in in the dojo really. Um and so I had never really experienced that until uh years later, like when we finally had a dojo where where um that was open to the public and we were getting other people to come in. And people would come in and they would do this thing, and and I could tell that it was a uh, uh, it seemed like a sign of respect or whatever, but it was just weird to me. And I'm like, mm, oh, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, it, it kind of threw me off too when yeah. I first heard it. It was very surprising. Yeah,
1: And some people do it. It's just like all the time. Oh. Okay. <laughs>
2: um so (laughs) so let's go ahead ahead and thank the patrons all right um thank you so much to our patrons we really appreciate having you supporting us um as we do this uh, as we as we continue on our journey yeah um so we really really appreciate it thank you so much to jeremy felix otto nick bullman brad v Yero crazy for spiders madrona the hatchet man brooke ferragamo ben bear wrestler aldrich tommy Siv, francis cordone Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippi, Sam Stulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marcin Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, uh, Christopher Asito, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Akuno.
1: All right. It's that's a, a, a long it's list. It's a good list.
2: I, yeah. It's that's,
1: a solid list. It sure is. Yeah. And hopefully, someday, and I've said this before, we will have something for you people.
2: I hope so. I think we will at some point.
1: I mean, it's, it's there. It's percolating. It, it is. It's definitely percolating. There have been rough drafts. It's closer
2: been. now than it was.
1: I mean, it's not closer now than the last time we talked about it, <laughs> but it's closer now than the first time we talked about <laughs> it. You're That's right. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably closer Ooh. now. Because now I do believe that we have at least a solid idea of what we're looking for. You know, like we have an idea of like, okay, this is the thing that we're going to do now. Because for a long time, it was like, I
2: don't know. What
1: should we do? No, we didn't know. And then we figured out, well, now we'll at least get some art and stuff together for it. So we kind of got some of that. And now we have like, ooh, here's the idea of the thing. Now it's just that final step. And it's the hardest step, people. Just
2: uh, Pulling that trigger. Pulling the trigger. Pull the trigger. <laughs> All right. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. I would say, and maybe this is lame, but like, just get get a notebook and start writing shit down. Yeah. It's good. Like, if you haven't already, you should. That's that's <sighs> my. I
1: believe that's a tip you've given already, but I, okay. I,
2: I kind of think it is. But it's like,
1: a tip worth giving again. Yeah, yeah it's a I good really tip.
2: like. It's helpful. Yeah, and it's not that I even look at my notebook that often, or even writing it that often, but having it, and like when I do need it. It's, it's there for me, you know? I definitely... And it, it makes it uh, conscious. Yeah.
1: I definitely think for uh, the words, like, don't be afraid to look stuff up. Even oh, if no, you know, please do. Even if you know what it is. Like, if you, you're like a katate dori. Okay, yeah, but what is that really... Like, what is katate dori really... Like, what does it really mean? Mm-hmm. And, and pull those words apart because you'll see it's whatever grab. And then, and then because if you're not aware that dori means grab...
2: You're missing you, out.
1: Well, you're you're not going yeah, well, to understand how those things. And I know this because the, the the children that we teach, I don't think are are some of them aren't quite there yet. Where it's like kata te dori. Mm-hmm. There's three parts to that. You know. And, and you'll ask
0: them, you know, what 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 techniques are in the dori waza? Right. The dori
1: waza. The dori, and they so they don't connect you know, right. it. Right. Like Um, (laughs) Right. Or, you know, or, you know, the here, these are specific to the te duri. What are they? You know, so that sort of thing, like really, like taking not, don't be afraid to break things down and to really look things, even if you know what they are. Right. Because maybe like Shuriken, you'll realize, oh. There's pieces in there I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think that's a good point that like we teach kids class like we we have to lead their minds to help understand those pieces yeah. because they're kids and they aren't going to make those connections on their own but in adults classes it's implied that you should kind of make a lot of those connections yourself right, right. um but sometimes you still and this is no shade like you just don't make you you don't you miss yeah. it you know and so unless you're intentional about it you might miss out on some of those connections that are implied but not directly said right so you know Really giving yourself the best chance for for learning that.
1: All right, that's it. We're done then. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's good tips for everyone. This is a really uh, I found it to be a really fun episode to do. So, thank you for the.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. We will talk to you next,
1: next week. week. Thanks, guys.